about to enter a world of pain, suffering, and laughter. Fava beans? What was that? <laughs> that was me clearing my mouth. You know what that was? The intro to Worst Gig Ever. Oh. With your host, Jeff Garlock and Mike Pace. We're I'm Jeff Garlock. And I'm Mike Pace. And we are here for you. And all of your Worst Gig Needs. Worst Gig Needs. We, got, we, we have an epic story on this week's show. We have Christian Owens from the band Bad Girlfriend. It's an all-girl band. They're totally cool. And we're going to put an emphasis on the epic part. Uh, it, it, it's this, a solid story. This story takes but it's up, an epic uh, it's, one. but it's, you, you, you stay with, you get involved in it. My stopwatch broke while we were <laughs> recording. It. They actually changed the definition of time. <laughs> this, this, this occupies something like between an hour and a day. It's like we a fridge episode. We don't it was know really what, interesting. We don't know what this is, but it's, 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 it's just this amazing story about one, like a local gig and say, I'm using this. I can't even believe I'm using the term now. It's making me want to throw up a little, but that's a, fine. A local show, excuse me, Thank in New York, you. which is such a pain in the ass. And this story gets really to the heart of it. And it's fascinating. And she's great. And we have a lot of fun on the episode. So you're going to love it. You're going to love the way you look. When I, you I, listen. I do. What else? Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I think it's a solid uh, episode, man. No, but what else? Like, No, it's a solid episode. But what else in your life? Uh, I think it's a really <laughs> solid episode. The moral of this story, this this thing we're doing here is get your inbox down to zero. That's get, really, get that is what the, that's what the get moral of, of this no whole story is. There's no reason you should be having an inbox the, overflowing. There is, no, this, there is no reference to this in the podcast at all, except for right now. But this might be the most important Oh, and this has thing. no bearing on Christian at all. This is not... Uh, oh, God, She's no. been a joy to work with. This is just... Jeff and I were talking about, you know, people responding to emails... We're talking about this off mic, and for the listener, that means it was before we were we were rolling on today's show. That's 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 the uh, technological terms. That is, uh, but yeah, uh, I I don't understand it. I'll never get it. Uh, maybe I've got the problem. Maybe you've got the problem. Maybe we're the problem. Maybe I just love email so much. I do love getting email a lot. Like I get way too giddy seeing I have something. Yeah, and a little less giddy when I feel realize it's a calendar for the bell house. Uh, any yeah. sort of, you know, yeah. or Ticketmaster letting me know go. about some uh, great U2 show. There coming. you go. There you go. I, You know what, guys? I have to put air in my tires right now <laughs> because I, I got in the car. It's freezing in New York, and the check tire pressure light was on last night, and I was... I you was, have a check tire pressure yeah, light? Yeah. Well, this is a brand new Honda, baby. This is... Hey, this top of the line. Fully loaded. Hey, uh, so I got to... Figure- I want this puppy fully loaded. <laughs> I want to know when my tire pressure is too low. Brother, you got it. Yeah. I, it, was an, it was an extra $2,500 <laughs> for that feature. Totally worth it. But it's in there, and I have to figure this out, I and I... I I am excited about it. So let's go run out, fill your tires. But before that, let's remind the world. That's right. We got to email us at worst ever. And we will respond to you immediately. We're, 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 <laughs> we're champing at the bit to respond we're, to you. We will blow our loads and just like, you'll get a response. Now we'll play it cool. We'll wait like a couple of oh, hours. Oh yeah, no, we'll make you think that we're not sitting there waiting for we're a busy guys. alert. Uh, we're, waiting, we're waiting for the lead singer of Gentle Giant to respond to us. He's oh, taken months. Please, please respond when, to us. When Derek Schulman's email comes in, it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> but the email is worstgigever at gmail.com. The Tumblr page is worstgigeverpodcast.tumblr.com. Rate us, like us, tell your friends, share the wealth, please. Uh, uh, suggestions for guests, anything like that. You want to donate some uh, some money. Because <laughs> we don't have like, that. Set my up, dog, but we my can dog, figure it out. My dog's recovering from eye surgery. Great segue. Oh, perfect. Into segue. Christian Owens here telling this epic tale of of this is one for the books on Worst Together. Let's go go those tires.
from the vaults. Uh, how do I start the story? Uh, okay, it's not really a tour story. This is more of like, like a actual like one of the worst gigs I've ever played. Great. Perfect. That's what I meant to say. Um, Give us a worse gig. I don't know where tour this, when I'm right. trying to do this like alliteration with the T's came. Just give us what the title of our show is. <laughs> worst gig ever. And the, and the scary part about this worst gig um, is that I don't totally remember all of it. And that's what's frightening. But well, anyway, we'll was fill that. in the details. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, I play in this band, Bad Girlfriend, with three other ladies and um and a f- like randomly this is not that long ago this is probably about mm, seven months ago recent batch this show. is in 2012 recent recent batch shit. Yes. yes this is 2012 this is a fresh a, fr- a fresh wound <laughs> yeah, yeah a fresh wound and i'm thinking late spring early summer Sweet. Okay, we get the point. Okay, you get the point. The timing doesn't really... Sometimes well, the first half of 2012. Yeah, okay, okay. sorry. Uh, anyway, I'm just trying to kind of like figure out how do I, how I tell the we story. We don't need but all anyway. the seasonings in the yeah. meal, just the meat. Come on, details. Yeah. Um, so uh, anyway, one day this guy at pianos, I was at pianos and this dude that I know who plays in a lot of bands and stuff was like, hey, would... um." I'm going to throw a benefit for my dog and well, a benefit show for my dog. Good cause. And um, can Bad Girlfriend play? And I was like, what? Are you serious? Yes. Duh. Obviously, I want to like tick that off my list uh, to play a benefit for a a benefit, a doggy (laughs) benefit show. Wait, wait. Unless this is part of the story, but sick dog or he actually um his uh, the dog's name is Wheatley, Uh and Wheatley had to get like some kind of serious eye surgery. Okay, similar to my dog Baptiste, who had congenital cataracts and had to get both removed. It's it's an expensive surgery. Yeah, I'm not. The whole point of this podcast is to get you to play a benefit show for Baptiste. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, Yeah. if you're in my dog, my lovely. Uh, almost two-year-old pup here. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that after. <laughs> yeah. okay. We've so, talked about Baptiste. Bad Girlfriends asked to play a benefit for a dog. Yeah. For us, and um, to be fair, and the guy who asked me to do this is this guy, Joseph Lee, who plays in like a bunch of different bands. He this was, episode's for you, Joseph. Yeah, this is for you, Joseph. This is all your fault. <laughs> um, he was schwasted when he asked me to do this and came up with the idea to have the benefit show. Um, he like basically is like there drinking with a bunch of people and comes up with the idea and right then and there starts recruiting people he knows and bands just to, to say, yes, I'll play it. For the listener, Pianos is a bar and grill and club. <laughs> There's food there? Uh, uh, there is food there, right? On the Lower <laughs> East Side of Manhattan. Uh, it's, it's a venue that uh, all of us in this room have used played to be before. Used to have a great comedy show there, Tinkle with David Cross, and mm-hmm. I never really liked playing there. It was, right. it was never Music-wise, wasn't so into it. wasn't my favorite place to play. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but it's like well, it's right on the corner of Ludlow and Stanton, and it's a like, small room. Like the room gets packed. Terrible for loading in. Terrible oh, yeah. for yeah. terrible for parking. Terrible Ter- for having a show. <laughs> some would say. Yeah, it's not the best place to play. That's yeah. for sure. But you, it, you know, most people that have ever played in New York or live here and play in a band, you check it off the list. Yeah, it's you're, a you're place getting where, the pianos at some point. Yeah. So, um. Anyway, he asked us to play this doggy benefit, and right then and there, I'm like, yeah, duh, yeah. totally. And he, he like, talks to Stephen Matrix, the booker, and is like, yo, can I do this? Can I do it here? So he asked you before he even cleared the show oh, with yeah. the staff. Because okay. I think he was like, I don't know where I'll do it. Oh, wait, duh, we'll do yes. it at piano. I so, commend anyway. your positivity for this, because if I was in this situation, I would be immediately thinking, shit show, not going to be good. <laughs> Everything uh, about this is terrible. Yeah, well, Except it was the a dog shit show. Malady, which yes. is terrible. But I'd feel bad for the dog, and then still not play the show. Right. <laughs> so anyway... That's that. Kind of forget about it. And then he starts texting and like doing the whole, you know, like getting in touch with everybody like, oh, uh oh. Um, so when I was wasted the other night, the booker at pianos actually like booked the date. So I guess like I better do something about it, you know. Right. Um, 
So I'm like, yeah, totally, totally. We're going to play this show. And the girls, um, the rest of the bad girlfriends totally down is like, yeah, awesome. And I was like, maybe we can do something different, play like kind of a weird set or whatever. Uh <laughs> So, For any real reason or just to commemorate the fact well, that it's, it's, a, it's a weird show? I think it's a weird Dress show and dogs. we like to yeah. mix it up. Yeah, sure. Um, You've played in zombie makeup before. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah, that worked out yeah. so well for you. So you uh, <laughs> right. Uh, I should learn. <laughs> yeah, we won't get into that. Yes. Um, so anyway, uh, it com- it's time, you know, like the show's about a week away or something. Mm. And... The guy who's putting together the doggy benefit, it decides that what he's going to do is just like get a shit ton of bands play, to play like a handful, like a few songs. Right. And always it starts. A, always great a idea. Terrible, great idea. Ter- right. Really CBGB's that one. Yeah. Were you yeah, guys yeah. all sharing the back line? Uh huh. Okay. For uh-huh. the listener, you want to explain what the back line is? Uh, the back line. I don't know what it is. <laughs> the back line is the uh, equipment. Uh, most of the time. Uh, provided by Provided the club. by the club. Uh, mm-hmm. Which will always be terrible. Yeah, usually the a worst. PV uh, yeah. bandit Solid guitar state. could maybe sure. get by with the drummer if your drummer really doesn't give a fuck. Right, uh, guitarist maybe you'll be lucky to be like ah PV bass is never gonna work no. for mm-hmm. me. Always a bummer because it's always like yeah we got a bass amp for you. Right. We got one PV crate combo <laughs> uh, with a with 15, a pig nose. Yeah, got a pig nose hooked up there for extra value. <laughs> Wait, what's a pig nose? You know, You've never played a pig nose. A pig nose is like a portable <laughs> amp with just a tiny speaker. Mm-hmm. What? I think it actually, it's called a pig nose. Does it actually have it has a, a pi- I have one at pig my house. A pig no- it has a pig nose as the volume. and all has this volume. Yeah. And you can either put batteries in it or you can uh, plug it in. But it's also known for the classic pig nose wah, which is it's a box. You open it and then you have to manually just move it back and forth. Uh, but there was <laughs> Wait, a period where what? pig nose was really pushing of like, Jimmy Page used this on houses of the holy no. and that's where he got that sound Wait, and they're like dude it will show up as the same as like uh the uh the match the uh the cigarette amp yeah like, oh. we use one of those in like a panthers record which if people don't know the cigarette amp it looks like a marlboro pack of cigarettes it's literally that it's small. literally that small yeah. but you can kind of get some interesting noises if you put it through a nice mixer etc right Talking gear yes yeah, gear t- yeah. great gear amp to gear always t- have in your closet and never use yeah. right i have one of those cigarette thingies but yeah. um yeah okay so so there're going to be a ton of bands playing ton of bands and i think it was like you know maybe 5 or 6 turned into 10 or 12 and yeah. 10 or 12 turned into like okay. a freaking D- disaster off 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 the bat right. um but let me backtrack a little bit is you know it com- was probably like now 3 3 not, three days before the show. Right. And Brianna, the other guitar player and singer, ha- like all of a sudden has to jet off to LA or wherever for work, like kind of a last uh-huh. minute important work thing. And she really couldn't get out of it. Right. So Especially we're like. not for a billion band dog benefit at Pianos. Well, at this point, we didn't know that it was <laughs> oh, okay. a free for all. We right. just thought it was going to be maybe like five bands. Sure. But we were. You Even know, five bands feels like too we, much to me. We we felt like we had to really, like we were responsible for playing right. and like bringing people and making sure that, you know, people came and the doggy Wheatley was going to get his eye surgery. Yeah, right. You know? All Everyone's for a good up. cause. Yes. Yeah. All, all for, for a good, good pause. Pa- oh. <laughs> yep, did it. Oh, that joke was on Top Dog <laughs> Chef on Saturday Live this week. So anyway, um, we start freaking out and I tell... I think I'm pretty sure I told Joseph like, uh oh, I think bad girlfriend might have to cancel. And he was like, no, 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 no. Everyone's starting to cancel. Please, please. Like, don't. (laughs) Another good sign. It's just like good sign after good sign. And I was like, well, and so Brianna's like, I'm really sorry, but I have to leave town. I can't play the show. And we were like, me, Savannah, me, Savannah, the bass player Mm -hmm. and Lila, the drummer. We're like, well, 
maybe we could just play like three, like play some covers uh-huh. or just jam yeah. or sure. get up there and like space just, it out. A band just getting up there and jamming in front of a live audience. Always great. <laughs> yeah, always what I want to yeah. be watching. I know. <laughs> Unless you're I... like weather report or sure. some kind of jazz fusion. <laughs> yeah. Maybe keep the jamming too. Eh? <laughs> right. Or just like make up some random stuff and like whatever. Yeah. Right. You know, low have stakes. fun with low it. Low stakes. Yes. For the most Low part. stakes. But not leave this dude stranded, yeah. right? Because um, we didn't really realize the scope of madness we were getting ourselves into at this point. Okay. So Brianna leaves town, and um, it's now like to mm, the day before the show. Sure. And we're like, me, Savannah, and Lila get together at the practice space, and we're like, crap, dudettes, what, what are we going to do? So we come up with this plan that was original originated. Brianna had the idea of coming up with like a side project called Pillow that was like dreamy and, you know, um, soft and just like kind of like an alt version of Bad Bad Girlfriend or Uh something. And we're like, maybe we could do something Pillow-esque but like a totally different spin on it. So and you're abandoning like the pillow idea is there. It's like a band already, but you're you're just going to flip it upside down. Okay, okay? Like, let's make this as hard as possible yeah. for yeah. ourselves, even <laughs> though we already came up with a way. Yeah, to let's get do freaky. This. Okay, yes. um, we've got we we're gonna have to just like if we're going down with the ship. Let's burn it. Ourselves. Yeah, exactly. So we decide to be pill o p i l l one word. O-H, exclamation point, second word. Okay, get it? And we're going to have this whole, like, pilled pilled out Valley of the Dolls themed (laughs) three, uh, two or three song set. so hard for the show. I know. Well, look, I love me a theme. (laughs) I love me a theme. And so do those girls. So we're like, yeah, actually, you know what? This is fun. This is like an art project. So we come up with, like, you know, alter egos and different identity. And we're now like kind of our vibe is like belly of the dolls, you know, pill that out. But like, but like maybe you're 68 year old, um, you know, uh, great aunt that lives in Miami. Uh Um, so some kind of a weird vibe. We're like, shit, we need songs. Um, because we know what we're gonna wear. We're gonna wear these like '60s technicolored um so you got all 90s. The important stuff you out of really first. figured everything out except yeah. for what you'll actually play at this right. show. Right. We're gonna have like you know like the '60s hair and like cat eye and wear these technicolored sure. '90s and you know kind of granny shoes and um and we're like okay well shoot we need songs so we decided that we were gonna play different in- instruments that we don't really. Oh, God. Do I'm like, play. I want to throw up every of this story. <laughs> so we tried totally flipping the script with like me uh, playing drums or something. And it was uh, like, not a good idea. But what we did come up with is I played Omnicord mm-hmm. and tambourine and sang. And for the listener, explain what the Omnicord is. And maybe for the oh, people who host this show. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, I, know what this, I don't know what it is. This is a great is. instrument, but I don't think a lot of people know what it is. Okay, an Omnicord is um, an, an in- instrument that was born in the 80s by uh, Suzuki, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it's a complete history. Just what it is, basically. <laughs> I will one say one thing. Um, the instruction manual <laughs> that came with. By the way, yeah. Jeff, I'm not ever going to find out. Born in the eighties, by Omnicord is cool. Sounds awesome. It's kind of like okay. It's sort of if you mixed uh, um, a harp, harp, right, <laughs> with a speaking spell, with, oh, with okay. a speaking spell, and, yeah. and um, a weird little synth, right. Okay. So it's I know got it is now. you press like um like a keyboard, but it does chords instead yeah. of single notes. Right. So it'll be like the G chord. You know, there's like a row of major chords, right. a row of minor. <clears throat> minor. Speaking of that 68 year old aunt, <laughs> a row of minor chords. <laughs> um, so it's a weird. Give instrument. me my cigarettes. So it plays. It's yeah. like you just push a button and it plays the chord. You don't have to. Ask, right. You know. And then on the other side, there's this um metal strip. strip that 
is like the touch, harp. It's how you sensitive. strum the harp part right. of it. But also there's um, programmed uh, beats and like bass lines. But really, all you need to know is that it was born in the 80s by Suzuki. That's what yes. we, we knew from the okay. beginning. So, so you're playing back Omnicord. to the show, you're playing chord and tambourine. Yeah, and um, I guess I'll probably sing a little. And Savannah, who's the bass player, she's going to play guitar. Cool. Um, and Lila, the drummer, she, she's going to stand up and play just a couple drums. She's going to mo-tucker it. Yeah, yeah. she's going to mo-tucker it with like, tambourines and shakers and bells and whistles right. you know and sing too or maybe more like the guy on pavement just kind of doing a bunch of <laughs> bullshit other, on the side the other guy yeah, yeah bob whatever is yeah. <laughs> yes that guy this episodes for him so <laughs> i can't believe he died we come up with the uh, whole theme the whole concept and we figure out what we're gonna play um Okay. Really well, hot. at this point now there's still the promise there's the hope that the show might be great yeah, and I know, and and I will give you this example. We don't know what's going to happen in this story. It could turn out great. <laughs> Most I'm likely, it probably not. a friend of mine uh, a, a few years ago uh, designed. She's like, I want to make this documentary about Big Star, uh-huh. and here's the poster for it. And oh. sent the poster. She's like, Okay, you have a poster for a movie you haven't <laughs> right. made yet. <laughs> hey, that's uh, my wait, style. Way to go. Yeah. Lo and behold, uh, as of last year. This Big Star documentary came out and really? got very good reviews. She, she was one of the producers of it. But this just goes to show you Go can her. put all that style and stuff up first and have it work out great. Yeah. Okay, now back to your story. Yeah. But it didn't happen in this case. So let's hear about that. Okay, so um, the night before the show, we come up with the uh, concept mm-hmm. and the plan, but no actual music. Great. So, but everybody has the day off tomorrow so we get together at like two or three probably like three and we're like all right let's just make up some music so um (laughs) we're we we, chose that night right that yes okay so relaxed Um, attitude to our playing show and we're supposed to go on at 10 so you have seven hours to write three songs right practice so either three songs or two like seven uh 10 minute songs you know what i mean how many at this point how many bands are playing how what does each band get like 20 minutes we're not really sure you you still know we just decided you know what whatever we you're gonna get which what you get (laughs) weekly (laughs) you know okay um, so, you like the way you look with the pillows. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we um, start just kind of jamming and we're like, oh, okay, I think we came up with something. And all three of us were really into Game of Thrones uh-huh. at that point. So we decided to make the lyrics Game of Thrones themed. Sure. Um, and kind of just get a little bit like, you know, Ren Fair. Yeah, right. Sure. Okay. <laughs> Whatever. We're power reaching. metal. That's so fine. we come up it's like with, Blind Guardian album. <laughs> yeah, we come up with one song that's actually really great that we're like, this is cool. Like we came up with, you know, fuck bad girlfriend. Let's just <laughs> yeah, there, there could be something. Awesome. There could be something here. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we come up like lyrics, vocal melodies, like the parts. You know, it's a song that's only got like two parts, maybe, but and or three, whatever. It's not complicated, yeah. but more like vibey and like cool, <laughs> whatever. So uh, like we spend a lot of time on that song because it's going well. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, uh oh, it's like six thirty. We need it. We need at least one more song. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I love this. So. Savannah's like, you know, I've been playing around with this song. I have an idea because we're like, shoot, I'm I'm like tapped out by that amazing <laughs> stuff it. I just came up with. That's it. Um, one so and done. Like, one hit wonders. Yeah. The pillows. <laughs> so uh, Savannah's like, I got an idea for this song called, uh, what was it called? Velvet Kisses. And we're like, oh, this is perfect. This is right up pillows alley. <laughs> um so we start working on it, and it's a little bit more complicated because it's like meant to be more like a, a real song. Um, but we just piece it together <laughs> and we make it dumb it down a little bit. And I'm picturing for your second song, you're trying to write like tales from the topographic ocean. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, okay. like we're into like, progressive. Like yeah. you went from the one from like the from from yeah a, a 
crude shags esque two chord right. stomper. Well, we got like, two hours. Let's write a sweep. kind of uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's bring that harpsichord in here <laughs> yeah. along with the omni chord. Right. Born in the eighties by Suzuki. <laughs> oh, you need okay. to know. So um, okay, so this song is getting you bit off a little more than you could chew. Yeah, and but you know we um come up with a version of Velvet Kisses, but now it's like eight eight thirty, and we're. <laughs> starting to flip our wigs a little bit, okay? And Again, I'm getting churdy right now listening to <laughs> Yeah. And and so we we're like time. We didn't we didn't really finish Velvet Kisses, but worst come to worst. Let's if it's nobody playable. It's, it's playable. playable and if anybody screws up, just kinda keep going and No one's gonna take money away from the dog because <laughs> no. the song didn't go no. over too well. And like if anything else, we let's just like vibe it out and get up there and be weird. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, so now it's 830. We're freaking out. We're like, okay. And the band, the band that we share a practice space with was like, it it was their night to practice. So they're like knocking on the doors. So we're like, so sorry, whatever. <laughs> um, there's this dog. He's got cataract. <laughs> Look, it's a long story. <laughs> Um, it's gonna be great don't worry it's, it's all gonna work out just give us like uh 20 more minutes yeah. you know we gotta write three more songs <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> totally so anyway we are like okay let's just run through the two songs and that's all we get yeah and then we're just gonna go do it so we run through the two songs and we're like e- dicey uh-huh. whatever so we get all we get all pillowed out in our outfits, Technicolor 90s, granny shoes, um, te- you know, whatever, hair, 60s hair. And we go to pianos. And we show up and we're, and immediately are like, let's, let's like, um, just get like the tequila shots flowing. Cause now we're <laughs> nervous, you know? Um, and <clears throat> tequila shots before you even find out who's playing and how long. We yeah, it was crowded. When we walked in, it was like a Saturday night or something. Mm-hmm. So and it was packed. You like got a, a Saturday lot. night booking? Just yeah. drunkenly booking that one night. I don't know how it was a Friday or a Saturday yeah, night. Right. I, I, I don't remember, but whatever. It was like a weekend night and it was slamming in there so we're like oh, no, I also no. haven't been there in years and I think the Lower East Side is a fucking nightmare now like in the oh, past couple of years of co- yeah. especially Big right time. in that area it's like right where they block off the cops block off the street and yeah. I'm always caught if I have to go to UCB East yeah. like yeah. trying to get around because it just swarms but at, yeah. at least you guys didn't have to bring a qu- except for your you just know, our just guitars the, the, mi- the, the right. minimal well so you could, I you mean could, I had to bring my Omni cord. (laughs) (laughs) Pianos wasn't furnishing one for you? No, they didn't have one in the back line. that night. Okay. Um, But so anyway, we get there. Great in the 80s? Uh, (laughs) Born. Born in the 80s. 80s. No, we don't got one. Can I just say one thing is the coolest thing about the Omni cord (laughs) is the instruction manual Uh that is fully illustrated. And on the cover is um, an astronaut and a lady alien. Holding the Omnicord like it's their baby. It's so out of this, like it's supposed out of this to world. be like Esquivel, like space lounge music or something. Like for I what think was it, it, it was like the idea for? of like the music is future. It's kind right. of the whole NASA thing of the early eighties, sure. right? You well, know that whole NASA alien. thing of the early eighties no that I just made up, <laughs> right? It's like if a, if an astronaut and a alien lady. Um, you know, had a baby. Daryl would, be, would the... be the baby. Remember the movie right. Daryl? Yeah, D A R Y L oh. with a which stood for. Um, uh, uh, what's the word? Uh, Daryl, android, <laughs> robot, robot. Yes, later. Youth. You, oh, is this youth <laughs> uh, league? Youth League. Youth League. They were a hardcore band. Yeah. Wait, have I not? I don't think I've seen this. Daryl movie. is like it's early eighties. Yeah, it's about a it's about an android like seen, child. I've seen like the. The, f- the box, the video box. The box. Yeah. It's basically yeah. the more dramatic version of that uh, that Vicky, the the TV show. Oh, Small Wonder. Small Wonder. Oh, yes. yeah. right. Small Wonder's the fun version. Is it light? Daryl. Is it light like that? No, no. Daryl is like hardcore yeah. drama now. <laughs> like, no, it's like one of those like poignant. It's like Panic and Needle Park, like yeah, exactly. really rough. Heroin. Awesome. Daryl is like one of those. He starts like, cooking hash on a knife. Knife hits. Yeah, yeah. Bringing it all back. <laughs> uh, sorry. Anyway, so 
get to pianos. It's we're packed. freaking out. We start immediately. I think we each like do like two tequila shots. We start in a row. eating the worm right away. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, um, pianos is famous for their frozen margaritas, which mm-hmm. is basically like grain alcohol and um, From the grill. From the grill, <laughs> from the grill, or the, the grill. Oh, okay. oh, that's right, the grill. <laughs> yeah, the grill. I still don't think they have food there, but go on. They do. Uh, have- they do have food, big <laughs> yeah. time. Sure, it's great. Yeah. But anyway, um, so you know these these frozen margaritas are da- dangerous. Right. But anyway, um, liquid courage, I guess. Sure. So we get back to where the venue is, and we're like, "Whoa, wait a second, what's going on?" And it's just. You know, it's probably also like quarter to 10. Uh And we know that we're supposed to go on 15 minutes. So we go back there and we're like, oh, oh, uh oh. It's like people are falling out of the door. The room is over packed. Yeah. And the list um, of of the bands that are playing is probably um, two feet. It's like a scripture. It's, it's like a scroll. Scripture. It's a scroll <laughs> of <laughs> just crammed, Awful. sharpie, Awful. drunkenly yeah. like written band names. Uh-huh. And we're way at the bottom of it. The douche tards. And then, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then, then be... the bumblebees will play. <laughs> okay, so you guys have hours ahead of you. Well, we don't know, so we get in there and we try <laughs> Where to Where did find... the list begin at the bottom and you guys were hey, supposed to play first? You never know. <laughs> Where the hell were you? <laughs> There's, it's just, everybody's like bombed in there. It's crazy. It's a sweaty, hot mess. There's like a band with 30 people. Basically, everybody else that was playing that night did the same thing that we did. Like, so no, no real bands are playing. It's all maybe, maybe, maybe. nobody took it handful. seriously. It was right. just a dog. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Aww. <laughs> just a dog. Baptiste okay. um, lies unmoving <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> Although I might play a benefit for a dog f- earlier than I'd play one for any human being. <laughs> just yeah. a little PSA. Hey, it's, yeah. it's the Fuck um, human. Jeff's Love available. Yeah. Uh, I'm available to play any <laughs> shitty <laughs> benefit. Dog benefit. Um, well, so we're like, oh no, we look for Joe, the guy who's throwing the benefit and can't find him anywhere and he's freaking out and like kind of a mess and he's like, I'm really sorry, it got really out of control, Um, I'm going to try to get you on after this next band and we're like, yeah, it's okay, you know, it might be good for us to g- give us an hour to like get comfortable get comfy right so anyway get loaded (laughs) yeah to get loaded um so anyway we're like oh no this is a mess maybe we could just leave and like nobody would notice but then we're like no we got got dressed up and like work you know came up with this really cool concept and not one song is really great that other song is like really really awesome just needs some work but uh, hey, we got a stage. We got a back line. Let's yeah. workshop. Let's get We've to work. We got an omnicord. Vanny's yeah. on guitar. Um. Anyway, so hours and hours and hours pass, and at this point, everybody's like complete. We're Bellato. <laughs> <laughs> we have already been to Max Fish. Motor you just went City. to another. But you, you just did the, the brightest bar in all of New York. Max right. Fish. I know, but uh, for the listener, they leave the lights on at full blast. <laughs> yeah, for reasons because it's, it's full of like sketch. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we keep you know going from pianos and and. Being like, okay, well, I guess we're, we have another hour to kill or another half hour. Let's like get out of here and like go to Max mm-hmm. Fish or go to Motor City. And uh, and get every other Sam bar Loco. we would go to, we would meet people because we looked crazy. Sure. Like we're like in costumes, mm-hmm. right. essentially. And it's like three of us, you know, um, already dr- super drunk, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> um, and two of uh, the other two girls were single. Um, at the time, they still are right now. But um, for the listener, besides for, for the, the listener, listener we'll put their numbers up. Uh. <laughs> uh, but I wasn't. But yeah. so you know, do Savannah and Lila like our t- meat and boys? So every bar we go to, we like bring a pack of dudes back to pianos with us. Anyway, you know, whatever. So like getting like that, it's uh-huh. out of control and yeah. ridiculous. So finally, finally. 
we can barely, I definitely can't see straight. Like, I don't know what's going on. I think it's three in the morning. Oh, Fucking this, this hell. Is, this, I mean, the story keeps getting better and better because this is, this is, I mean, this is a specific example of something that happened one night <laughs> to you. This happens to every band. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe with not the costumes, but this, this shit show happens to it's every living band. living nightmare. Okay. It sucks. So what happens when you actually well, have to play? Um, Oh, so finally, it's time time for us to play. And, and is it still packed? Like, there's people there? Yeah, though? it's packed. Okay. Luckily, none of my close, nearest, and dearest are there. Like, I don't okay. really... <laughs> all the people that are there, I don't really know that but well. But there, there's an audience there. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of people there, and everybody is just bombed, okay. you know? Um, <clears throat> including us. Now, now wait. Just, I just want to pause for a second. Once you wrap this up, I have a very similar story. Something that happened to me at Pianos oh, with no. Oxford Collapse. But I want to make sure to put a pin in that one. Yeah. Okay. So we get up there and plug in our stuff. We get ready to play. Tell the sound guy like what our deal is. You know, Um, two awesome songs. One is great. The other one needs a little work. Right. Uh, You know, like you mic an omnicord. Hey, I know. I was like, I'm going through an amp. Can you also di it though? (laughs) (laughs) Like total pain in the ass. Yep. Um. Anyway, always a fun fight having with the sound guy. Well, and with a super drunk girl in yeah. a like Technicolor nighty, you know, and the granny shoes, and the granny okay. shoes. Uh, so anyway, um, <laughs> we and we're like make it really dark <laughs> and only pink lights. Uh, just a little bit of pink list light. of demand. I know. Wow. So Divas. we get there. I know it was so bad, but um, also we were in character too. You know, sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Lest we forget, okay. you've been a character. You guys, we're all this a method time. band. Yeah, yeah. Like, okay. totally. So we start playing, and it's like, yeah, yeah, this is so good. First song, the easy, the easier one. Yeah, your the easier song. one, because like you know, we had to drag out these songs to make them longer. Yeah. So it's like a lot of like uh, more music and less vocals. Sure. Yeah. You know, setting the mood. You're, um, you're, inst- lots of instrumental yeah. moments. Sure. Um. So it's like happening and it's really good. You're riding the groove there. Riding You're the in groove. the pocket. We definitely <laughs> like, we, we all are fucking the up listener, the parts. Sorry, Jeff was just imitating. Was that Jocko Pastorius? I was on essentially Easter? doing Jocko. It yeah, the high bass. The high bass. Good look for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> High air base. Okay, so you got you're you're in the moment. It's We're going well. We're in the well. moment. It's going great. You know, we start off with the easier song. Mm-hmm. Um, we definitely like fumble through it, but it's fine. Yeah, it's not that really big of a deal. It's charming. Yeah, yeah, we repeat kind of some of the stuff, but we're, sure. at least we're kind of all on the same page or perfectly on different pages. If that makes any you got, sense. Yeah, you, it, there was synergy between synergy. the three. You're just numbers. working some polyrhythms. <laughs> yeah, kind of like Mashuga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I like. I'm not really paying attention to anything. And at one point, I look up and I swear to God, everything, everything and everybody is sideways. Like, <laughs> and I also realize I've like zoned out and stopped paying attention, uh-huh. like incapacitated and getting even more so as the song keeps going. Um, so anyway, we get through that one song and people are like swaying and we're, I'm like, I have checked out at this point. <laughs> It's time to play Velvet Kisses, uh, the one we're not so that yeah. the one that we're shaking on, and we start and I'm re- like Savannah starts playing guitar. She doesn't she's she doesn't play guitar she's normally. Not a guitar player. No, she's not a guitar player. Um, so she starts playing and I look over and Savannah is like all the way on the other end of the stage, like in the corner. With no shoes on, playing the guitar. She took off the granny shoes. She, yeah, I think her granny shoes were flats, but I and they were yeah. mine, and her foot's bigger than mine is. So uh-huh. I think she was like, "Fuck this," <laughs> taking up. <them off. laughs> She's destroying the illusion. No, I was cool though, yeah. but all she was just so far away in the corner, and she's like starting the song, and I realized that Lila, who's on. My left and Savannah's on my right. Lila can't hear her right. at all, so Lila's just not playing. And Lila's like standing up, and I can see that she is totally like sideways too. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm like, oh, and I'm like, Lila, Lila, it's time to start the song. Yeah. 
And then she's like, oh, yeah. So immediately, and then we start playing, but then Savannah kind of um, gets too late that we were lost, but now we're now we got it. Yeah, way too off time of each other. Yeah, and then so she, but then she stops, and we 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 had to start the song like three times. Aye. We're like, oh, never mind, never mind, and then we started getting like a little bit belligerent, like no, 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 we're gonna start it again. Hold on. So then we start the song, and finally, after like the third attempt to start the song, we we start playing it, you know, <laughs> and. We get probably halfway through, and then yeah. it like something terrible happens. I don't remember, but I do remember stopping and then starting the song over again. A fourth time. Yeah, and when we've already been playing it for like a, two or three minutes. Oh. We just like... Which I'm sure is what this drunk, discerning crowd wants to be watching <laughs> yeah, at three in the morning are, at like, piano. laughing and like, yeah, just do it. Get it. Just have fun with it, girls. Uh-huh. You know, it was like... Such a mess. And finally, it just turned into such a tizzy, and we were getting belligerent and so confused and just more and more blotto mm-hmm. that finally I was like, oh, fuck it. Come on, girls. Let's get out of here. <laughs> on stage. On stage. Like, it full on in microphone. <laughs> wow. Let's get out of here. Come on, girls. I'm tired. I don't want to do it anymore. Wow. So we literally just unplug our stuff, walk out, walk off stage, walk all the way through the front are, do door. People, are people cheering? Yeah, people okay. are like, woo! <laughs> but it's like, I don't remember all the very specific no. details. Like, it's a, like a major fuzz in my mind still to this day. But we had, you know, we didn't have anything. So we just like literally picked up our stuff. Our purses and watch straight it was a out the front door. You didn't, you didn't need to collect any money. Yeah, we weren't getting yeah. paid. You know, you're in character still, so yeah. it doesn't still matter. In character, you know. <laughs> um, we just bailed and we walked right out the front door and straight to Max Fish <laughs> with our stuff. Straight to Max Fish for the second time that for night. For the s- second or third time that <laughs> night. Jesus Christ! <laughs> because um, Savannah had her. Had her eye on this dude she kept calling the tallest man on earth. And he really honestly was. He was like visiting from uh, Copenhagen or something. Uh, and he was like. Tall people over yeah. there. Yeah. He was like eight feet tall. <laughs> um, and so we're there. Eventually, I'm like, I got to go home and walk Rusty, my little Pomeranian. I can't. Like, Lila's off talking to this one dude. Savannah's off talking to the tallest man on earth. Like, those girls look crazy. And then I look and I'm like, oh, wait, I look crazy too. Right. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm just going to go. So I was like, bye, girls. Uh, see ya. I got to go. And um, get home. Um, walk rusty. Walk rusty in two different <laughs> flip-flops. Sure. You're in two different flip flops. I was wearing two different. Rusty flip-flops. doesn't care. At this I didn't point. realize this until I get. walked back in and took them off, and I'm like, I don't know. It's like essentially putting on two different shoes and sure. not realizing it. So anyway, I um make it home okay, pass out, wake up the next day, and I've got like all these missed calls from Lila and Savannah, and so <laughs> Savannah ended up going home with the tallest man on earth and doing a walk of shame in her nighty through on um prince prince street in the heart of soho in manhattan and and like you know on a warm sunny day at like 2 p.m sure (laughs) yeah same and same thing happened to lila oh wow at least at least uh there was a a positive end i mean that and at the end of the day that dog never existed. <laughs> you know what? I've, I've never met this dog in person. I've that's never, what I'm saying. So, the whole thing sounds fucking sketchy to me. Yeah. I, well, that story is amazing, not only in its length. That may have been the, long, <laughs> may have been the longest story Sorry. ever. Yeah. No, 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 because we were in it It's the cool whole you might have beat Dave Hill's record, that's right. which <laughs> I thought could Dave, never be beaten. Dave Hill, but. I think, told a half-hour story. That one clocked in at about 40, 40 <laughs> minutes right there. No, it, it, it brings up a lot of... of interesting uh and and tingly points like, like we were jeff and i visibly cringing during the story felt um, all too real be- because <laughs> when you're you know we talk a lot about bands going on tour and playing shows around but 
there are those local shows, especially if you're bad in mm, Brooklyn or New York, and it's like, and especially on the Lower East Side where there happen to be a lot of clubs, and it's easy for people in like Williamsburg, Greenpoint area to get over there. Right. Mm-hmm. They're always so many uh, factors for it to be a shit show. Oh, like, even if it's not yeah. a shit show that got booked. There's all the, these extra but factors. But let me, let me tell you, let me tell you the, the, the brief, uh, uh, story that happened to us at Pianos. Mm-hmm. CMJ 2008. Oh, no. The Sub Pop showcases at, uh, is that Pianos that year? It was. Wait, 2008? Two, 2008, yeah. Okay. They, none of the Sub Pop A-listers came out. <laughs> the year before we're playing at Bowery Ballroom opening <laughs> for the Shins the next year, you know, where we're playing at Pianos. Sure. With, uh, <laughs> The Ruby Suns. And Perfect. Great band cool, from man. New Zealand, by the way. Anyway, so again, very similar setup. We get there. It's packed. It's CMJ. Mm-hmm. For the listener, that's, uh, we've talked hey, about we, the show They before. know it's CMJ. Uh, CMJ, always a shit show. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... It, there's a lineup. It's, it's, you know, we're supposed to play kind of towards the end in the metal, middle. It's a cush spot. I'm, I'm, okay, this is good. There are people here. This, this is going to be fun. Uh, the staff of pianos, along with a lot of the sub pop people, get mm-hmm. increasingly, uh, uh, what did you say? Schwazy. Schwasted. Schwasted. I'm sorry. <laughs> Roadhouse was on in the background. I'm getting really into it. They get schwasted. Um, to the point where it just kind of devolves. And yeah. there's the band. Was it earlier in the day or later? No, it was late. This is oh. like a night show. Okay. And it's, and, and this, these, this couple that had come to see, Oxford Collapse, uh, who, who were, I guess, fans of the band, started buying Adam, our bass player, shots. Yeah, yeah. Like, f- essentially feeding him shots. <laughs> uh, Adam, our bass player, wild and crazy guy. Uh, so we're supposed to kind of go on next, uh, but the band that's playing, I can't remember the name of the band. They're like, they're drunk. They're, it's the one of the, it's a girl in the band's birthday. They're playing Happy <laughs> Birthday. The guy's like, I don't know who's fucking up next. I think this band, and then I actually called out to the stage, like, Oxford Collapse are up next. Right. Because I, I, at this point, like, nobody's take, nobody's taking charge. Right. The, mm-hmm. the staff at Pianos is like, hey, it's CMJ, this I'm- is cool. They've checked out. The Sub Pop people have kind of checked out. And so I realized that if we're going to play before our bass player really becomes completely annihilated, mm-hmm. we need to, like, go on next. So I essentially forced us on stage, like, the second they, they, they ended, um, and it and we had a lot of friends there, and it turned out to be uh, act, to be great. It was fun, but <laughs> but uh, our but was our, I at that show? I don't know. Our, our, I, 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 it's one of the drunkest I'd ever seen our bass player, which is saying Whoa. something. But to his credit, he met, like he, we definitely yeah. got through. But he was he was kind of. You know, you can tell when someone is belligerently it's, drunk. Right. It's a little Sh- hard. Sh- As the only sober guy, I brought it up on this before, but we did play a show once on tour in New Orleans where it's New Orleans. And our right. drummer decided like, hey, I'm going to start drinking and like get like three hand grenades. And I'm not really a drinker. <laughs> uh, and I think at some point the guitarists, uh, both of them must have gotten either Coke or pills. Uh-huh. Uh, and so uh, we got on stage and I was just like, what is going on? Because they were all playing so fast. Oh, and like, really? The, and I remember distinctly our the guitarist next to me, uh, Kip, uh, going like, "Man, this is like the best show we've ever played. <laughs> like, we're sounding great." And, but, and right at that, I go, really "I go slow the fuck down. I'm going crazy here." But I think you could probably also attest. I'm sure that you can empathize after the show that we played. I was pissed off afterwards because mm-hmm. it was just like, this is not the way this shit should yeah. be run. Right. I remember, I, 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 maybe I didn't think that it was, it was good. I don't know. I had mixed, but I was so mad afterwards that I just, I, I, true to my name, I paced around like, the Lower East Side by myself. <laughs> really? Fuming, needing oh, to be no. like, I, might I, need actually... to, I need to get away from all of you. Because everybody else was like, because oh, I was being kind of the quote unquote responsible one in the band. Uh-huh. Everyone would be like, oh, well, Mike's going to take care of it. We're going to get fucked up. So I remember after that show, I just like had to be by myself and be yeah. like, I can't, I can't. I think I might have actually been more angry at uh, the other band we we're on tour with Vietnam because they decided oh. to bring a, they decided to bring a street musician on to play with them, <laughs> and like they found Wait, was like that it, the show where they unplugged your no no uh, that was in Virginia, but they played they found like an Amazing. old like black blues man to come up with play of with them, and I was kind of like this is weirdly racist, <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but then I was happy because we uh, we had found really nice hotels, so I was like fuck all y'all. But, I'm right. out of here and I'm going to go to my thousand thread couch sheets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
least he had something to look at. Oh, it was beautiful. But there, there's oh, those goodness. nights. And I mean, because, you know, Bad Girlfriend isn't really touring extensively mm-hmm. right now. So you guys are playing a lot of shows in New York. And you're dealing yeah. with those, like, and, and no disrespect to pianos, but there was this, apparently there, there's the staff likes to have a good time. Oh, Most maybe, of those yeah. clubs to in the, that area don't work for me. Like, in yeah. that same way, where, like, they don't feel like clubs for us. Like, they feel right. like they're clubs for, like, other types of bands somehow. Uh-huh. And piano's, like, not as much. But piano's to an extent. But, like, it feels like I'm in it. Every time I would play there, or, like, a Shanae or... Like any of those, so I was like, I'm an intruder at a place I don't want to be intruding on, anyways, <laughs> because there would be that that vibe of like the shitty sound guy right. who somehow has seen it all at their yeah. club that hasn't existed that long in my right, brain, right, right, and or, still can't like get the sound and right. still can't right. figure it out. Still have any time I get into an argument, and maybe you guys can like of arguing with the sound guy about how to amp my 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 bass, mm-hmm. where I just be like, I don't know what to tell you, man. Like, this is, like, fucking put a microphone in front of it. Stop right. trying to DI me nonstop. <laughs> right. But that fight is, oh, I mean, I've had that fight at every club in every state <laughs> in all across America. Because right. that's part of it is always dealing with, there are amazing sound guys. There's, like, the guy from Detroit, the Lager House, who I'm like, he's <laughs> Whoa, the best guy no, I ever. I there once. Like, I love see. that guy. Like, yeah. every time we would play, they would have great food for us. He would always play Stranglehold by Nuge and <laughs> and uh, On the Loose by Saga before us. And he even told us the last time, he goes, hey, man, they told me they were going to fire me if I played On the Loose one more time. But I know how much you like it. I was like, I do like On the Loose. <laughs> and then he played it. Well, I was like, you're the best. I, I am of the, the mindset, at least because, you know, Oxford Collapse was solidly jamming a Kano all the time. So we mm-hmm. never had a sound guy with us. And we were always of the mindset of like, well, the theoretically, the club, the house sound guy should know his system theoretically, better. Yes. Theor- uh-huh. and, which is, of course, always... That was never a huge deal. To, I mean, you know, and there were times when, like, when we would tour with We Are Scientists and, like, their sound guy would do, our, would do the yeah. sound for us, which was nice. Um, and I... I didn't think we we as a band never got to the point where like oh man we we need to be into you know this guitar bass drums combo like we gotta have a professional take care of this we gotta pay someone <laughs> right like right. come on I mean there wasn't a whole lot to if fuck we had up, kept I going I possibly would have only to stop the arguing with every sound guy right. because make, like it yeah. would, they would treat Panthers like we were a Japanese noise band or something like they were like I was like how is this the loudest band you've ever heard right like, seriously like it is not that loud and the right. cops are like. Bros, you gotta, you, you gotta, gotta drop it, bros. Down. You guys are just too darn loud. Yeah, this system, man, it just can't. Hit. I just, look, you, I don't no. need to blow these. I just got no. these. It's bro. like, look, turn your amp down, and I'll turn it up out, out for the crowd. Or yes, like, yeah. right. Never, and, and, yeah. and it's you always whatever. I'm constantly was turning. That's my why you up do get your that. own front of house person, is because sure. then yeah. they they know how to do you up right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because it's just ugh, the arguing. Well, okay, so you said you, you you had played in the Logger House and you had toured with, with Bishop Allen, mm-hmm. Cass McCombs. Were. And do you remember any other places, maybe a brief anecdote and uh, about like a, another, what was a place that you never liked playing? Um, was there a place in particular, a part of the country that you were ne- like never keen on? Is. Um because for me, it's all about the promise of the West. Here well, we yeah, fucking go the, again. The West, the West Coast is definitely the promise amazing. of the West. Needed to get that a collection of stories and anecdotes by Mike Pace. <laughs> <laughs> Anywhere in California, um, Oregon, or Washington is great to play. Yeah, but, good, but that's yeah. But part of that is psychological because part of that is like, hey, I'm on vacation. I'm on the other side of the pl- uh, not the planet. I'm on the other side of uh, and can backfire on you because we did. Country. We we would always say that we would be always like, oh man, you know, it would be great if we just played just did a West Coast tour. Yeah, the and I can't remember we were calling it like the like not like the Dream Cream tour, but it was something <laughs> like the Live the Dream tour where we're like we'll fly to the West Coast and we'll only play places we know are awesome, right? And and then that tour was fucking terrible. <laughs> it was like yeah. every show. It was always like, I don't know what happened, man. It was oh, better oh, last time. Cla- that, well, that's that, that is literally the cl- classic Oxford Collapse saying, like, as part of, you know, it was, uh, all the sayings that we would always pull out was the, I don't know what happened, guys. Usually right. it's packed. <laughs> right, right. That you're is, the one exception yeah. to the rule because you're so bad and your life choice was terrible. <laughs> 
I don't know what Hilarious. happened, guys, is, is, is one of my favorites. So actually, I, I would be remiss if I did not ask you mm-hmm. about working for Cindy Lauper. Oh, well. Uh, not as a non sequitur. I mean, I guess. Yeah, it's pretty, no, no. It's pretty non sequitur, but. But you it's did work for Cindy Lauper. Yes, I worked with her for um, a brief, lovely dream come true moment. <laughs> a dream cream moment. Dream exactly. cream, total <laughs> dream cream moment. Um, I worked at this post production company a while back, and um, I was just kind of like, a, I worked there. Mm, I worked. Well, freelance, permalance, whatever. Not important. Here we go. The details. Uh, early, it was early spring, so, 2008. Okay, okay. Yeah, I don't, so that I, I don't remember what year it is. I do know it was in the summer, though, and she was wearing... Oh, well, I'll get to that later. Okay. Um, we don't so, have that much... Okay, okay, okay. So, so uh, I was working at this post-production company. Without really. And she was all of a sudden... Like, I go to work one day, and I'm like, holy shit. Cindy Lauper is here. What, what the <laughs> fuck? I'm freaking out. And so anyway, um, she directed a um, commercial for like an I Love the 80s mm-hmm. trivial board, trivial yeah, yeah. style um, board game. Branching out. Oh. And, adding that to her credentials. Yeah. yeah. I'm a director. <laughs> yeah. She said in the worst. Oh, in the worst well, she has a real thick Rick, yeah. like New York, yeah, Queens, it's more like yeah, York. yeah, yeah. It's like, it, and also I think it's part of her. It's she plays it up yeah, for she sure. Knows it's part Wait, of let me her work on this a little bit. Hi, I'm Cindy Lauper. <laughs> said Jerry Lewis one day. <laughs> she did a tribute. Just a, yeah. a quick aside, she did a tribute for my my. Oh, my old boss once. She like set up a oh, tribute that, concert at Irving Plaza. Because I used to work at Arista Records. Oh. And one of my bosses, who I, I really loved, Teresa, uh, was an A&R there. But then she passed away from cancer. And then Cindy oh. Lauper was like, she had worked A&R for Cindy Lauper. So Cindy Lauper like set up this huge like That's amazing. tribute for her. Because she's great. She, was, she seemed like a great person. Cindy she Lauper. is. She's, she's, um, she's got a new reality she's show. I haven't seen it yet. She's still so but- unusual. She still is so unusual. <laughs> That's the name of the, the show. But she she was she directed this a commercial for um you know like an eighties I love the eighties style board game and put all of like you know her um favorite characters in the commercial mm-hmm. and it was like super eighties looking and kind of had like the art direction of she's so unusual the that record yeah, sure. artwork and the music videos that went along featuring to that. Captain Lou Albano as the father. Which May he was in. in the, he was in this commercial that she directed, oh, there we go. and like all those. Kind I mean, of he was he was he was free. <laughs> that seems weird. His schedule wasn't packed in two thousand. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> all right. No disrespect, Captain Lewis. Episodes for you. <laughs> I think so, he wasn't living off the royalties of that song that he did with NRBQ. <laughs> that is wow. surprising. Back in 1980. Okay. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Uh, and, and so uh, they were editing. She was editing her commercial. There at this mm-hmm. post-production company that I was working um, at. And I was like an office assistant. So my job was to like assist, assist her, her yeah. and the editor and basically be their their bitch. Which Makes like, her life as comfortable as it could be. Yeah, and do whatever they need to do as, you know, or do do whatever they they need me to do. Yeah. Which got to mean that I got to hang out with Cindy Lauper for a handful of days. And um, she turned me on to coconut water. Ugh. Coconut water, not Coke and not water. No, coconut okay. water. Coconut water. <laughs> Christian, you got it. You got to try it. She did. Coconut water. <laughs> I can't do it at all. <laughs> and she, you know, she... um Still have not been turned on to that disgusting concoction. Coconut water. Oy. Yeah, she turned... Well, it, this was like before coconut water was, you know... Exploded, yeah. Um, mass produced in bodegas or around Zico the world. Or Zico was everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Vita, Vita Coco. I like Zico. I don't We're sponsored really like by Zico today. Also. <laughs> Zico, the best coconut water uh, in why, the biz. Why am I thinking that in the background of that commercial they have like some faux African? Like, oh, definitely. Hey, 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 hey. Right. Uh, <laughs> Which is very authentic. You know, yes. you should definitely YouTube it. <laughs> I do know it was that? green screened. <laughs> right. I do know that it was green screened. I just picture a waterfall and like yeah. an animated chimp. <laughs> a booba clap. <laughs> <laughs> Jamaican. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, right. So she sounds cool, though. She's super cool, and she was, we, you know, she was talking to me about how um, the night before she was like, kept, she was obsessed with this 
uh, LL Cool J and the Roots performance on like late night TV, like Letterman or something from yeah. Like back in the day. His version of Mama Said Knock You Out <laughs> yeah. with Quest Love on drums. She was so into it. And like, Wait, do you guys remember the MTV Unplugged with LL Cool J from like the mid 90s yes. where he's shirtless and he oh. does Mama Said Knock You Out and you can see like his deodorant. Yeah, it was disgusting. It stained through it the whole really thing. It was really cakey deodorant. Oh, no. his, his deodorant it, had It was up. totally a no, a, like something that people yeah. like, oh my God. It's LL a visual that doesn't leave your That's brain. That's crazy. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Uh, just to bring this full circle, about two years later, after my Cindy Lauper moment, I was working at a different post-production company and I was sitting there um, in the lobby, and it was the kind of place where the elevators open up into the right. front room. Mm-hmm. Who walks in? LL Cool J. Really? Dun, dun, dun. And it's like, <laughs> He's like, I'm going back to Cali. Yeah, right after and I me and the front paycheck. desk girl, I'm kind of sitting there like reading magazines, hanging out with her. We're both like, what the fuck? Like just... You know, jaw drop. Yeah. And he's I did like, not Hi. feel that way when I met CeeLo at Arista <laughs> Records. Oh, you did And my boss brought me in to introduce would, me to I him. And think- I said, whoa, the first person that's shorter than me. <gasps> Uh, and his hands were like little Ewok Yeah, hands. yeah, right. It was really cool creepy to Probably a very handsome man in, in person. Very handsome and I larger than life. Like yeah. so handsome and so nice. And he came up, he was like, hi, you know, I'm here to see one of the editors. It was, he was doing like a yeah. voiceover for some commercial or something. And, um, and he was like, hi, um, can you, t- can you tell like Jordan LL's here? And we were like, ah, <laughs> dreams. Uh, Mr. Um, cool James is here. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. LL's here. That's. He, he referred to himself as LL. Well, I think. It th- doesn't really flow. Like it just doesn't flow off the t- like the it tongue. Like just like, hi, my name's LL. But this is because yeah. I would I would muddle it up. As someone who has been for whatever reason I can't really explain it, been listening to a lot of Elton John lately. Like, and we're kind of getting into Elton John for the first time in my life. Mm-hmm. Like, deep cuts, though. I mean, right? And, Dusty grooves. And honestly, Elton John kind of sucks. Like he has, but yeah. he has so much stuff. I'd say. 70% of it is awful. Mm-hmm. 30% of it is really good. Right. Uh, but again, Elton John, not his real name. And I only bring this up because at a certain point, you just, you be, you become that person. And he's, right. he's Elton, like, people refer to him as Elton. He's like, yeah, you know, interesting even though facts, my real name is Reg. Uh, most Reg. hip-hop artists, that's not their real name. It's the name they go by. Wait a second. I know. Wait, the curtain is out. But but the but for you just LL saw cool the J. Wizard of Oz. Right there. <laughs> I guess it, it, maybe it would be even weirder if LL was just like. Now I'm saying. Uh, right. If right. I mean, like, Ice T does call uh, himself James. Ice is here. Yeah. Right. Right. I guess there's just something like I would say like, can you just let him know LL Cool J's here? I mostly I, it's because I mutter, like I mumble, and like I'm just picturing me having to or say. Or at least be like, LL. oh, you can tell him it's Cool J. Yeah, that's that seems like, <laughs> well, I, cool, Jay. Uh, you, you've you've hobnobbed with a lot of stars uh, in your in, in, so these are clearly these are clearly kind of best gigs actually on the working yeah, side of things. That's true on the music side of things. Like what's what's next for for Bad Girlfriend? Well, actually, so many exciting things right now. We are. About a little over halfway done making our first full-length record, and it's really, really, really sounding great, and I'm loving it, and it's been a wild ride, and I can't wait to, you know, for the final... And if you want to hear about that wild ride, you can just rewind to the beginning of this episode (laughs) and listen to the whole story. Another 40 minutes to spare. It was was a wild ride. So, okay, now we're going to bring this full circle. We're going to put a photo of me and Mike listening to the story (laughs) on Instagram. That's it. We're joining. We're joining. We're joining joining. just us looking at our guests. Maybe it's just a worst gig ever, Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, Um, that's great. You should do that for sure. We should actually. we'll, We'll follow up on it just like we did on our worst gig ever twitter account yes. which currently has three followers well I'll you know one, one day we'll have to actually do something with it well because we wind up just posting the uh, links from our personal accounts right which have more followers like i said i just broke 200 yeah uh, and congratulations then, and then lo- it was a big deal for me and then i lost one now i'm down to 199 <laughs> we had like hey, a really you know what, big though? party for that 200th <laughs> one too yeah. it like went on for a while <laughs> Well, 199 is ultimately a cooler number it than is. 200. It is. Yeah. Um, one is the loneliest number. 
Uh, so I <laughs> wanted to bring things full circle. Zero, nope. the loneliest number. You, uh, <laughs> a question we ask all of our, our guests. Yes. What do you think of the word gig? Oh, right. Um, well, definitely the very first thing that comes to mind, which I know this is a little bit lackluster, is gig bag. Of course. Right. Um, uh, and then probably... The sec, which gig bag, like, it sucks. It sucks. sucks. Yeah. It gives me, like, it's so creepy. I don't know why. Yes. Uh, and then probably the second, the, the, um, first image that comes to my mind is a man with a ponytail holding, um, a guitar, a black guitar cable. Okay. So he's not necessarily a promoter. He's more a sound guy. Or he's more a, he's like a pro gear, pro, pro gear salesperson. <laughs> yes. Perhaps. Right. You're going to want to scoop the mids on this one. Definitely. <laughs> gear. That, I think that that's, that's very apropos. Um, you know, fantastic. <laughs> epic. We got an epic story. We talked about some celebs, some gossip. Um, Love the gossip. There's, 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 there's stuff goss. happening. <laughs> So, you know, it's going to be, it's a new year. There's a lot of stuff happening. Oh, and yeah. I hope 2013 that, that is nuts. Exa- already. And I hope that it continues to be nuts. And for that to happen, just want you to get home safe. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Worst gig ever. 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 ever.